Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience.
what a ministration. Why don't you appreciate the Lord? thanks a million for this blessed opportunity in your presence. We pray that you speak to us in a way that will understand. To you be all glory, all honor, and all praise. Mighty Holy Spirit, open our eyes to behold wondrous things from your word. In the name of Jesus, everybody said amen. Wonderful. How many of you want to be shepherds? All right. This is the way I wanted to be. This is the way. This is the way. This is Hallelujah. the way. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. This is the way. Oh, Amen. we're changing keyboardists. Okay, it's also Amen. very powerful. This is the way. How many this of you want to be shepherds? Then let's, let's go. Today, this chairman is, is here, so we have to I wanted to be. This is the way I wanted to be. This is the way. This is the way I wanted to be. I said, This is the way I wanted to be. This is the way I want. Are you sure? This is the way I wanted to be. This is the way I wanted to be. Hey, I wanna be a shepherd. Hey, I wanna be a shepherd. This is the way I wanted to be. Hey, I wanna be a shepherd. Hey, I wanna be a shepherd. Hey, hey, I wanna be a shepherd. This is the way I want One more time. This is the way I wanted to be. This is the way I wanted to be. This is the way. presence of God. Well, it's a good evening. I'm too loud. It's a good evening to be in church. And it's a blessing. Um, God has given us an opportunity to be together under the auspices of our dear president, Cyril Ramaphosa. The curfew has now been um, abolished in a way. So, at least we can preach till, I mean, one minute to curfew. Then we close, then we all run away home. Yeah, yeah, ne? Powerful. But it's a good evening to be together. I'm still on my subject of shepherding. Amen. Shepherding. God is raising shepherds. I said God is raising shepherds. Shepherds are special people. 
Because Jesus himself said, I am the good shepherd. I want to be what Jesus was. Amen. I want to do something that Jesus did. Do you get it? And if Jesus was a shepherd, then I might as well be a shepherd too. Amen. Say another amen. Amen. So we are raising shepherds. You know, Jesus gave us another reason. He says, the harvest indeed is plenteous, but the laborers, the shepherds are few. So he said, pray to the Lord of the harvest that he will send shepherds into the field. Amen. So we are preaching on shepherding so that more of us can be shepherds. Amen. Wonderful. So we've talked about many things about shepherding. We are currently talking about the work of the shepherd. Ephesians chapter 4, reading verse number 11. I said which verse? 11. Ephesians 4, 11. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. Are we going up? But, and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Why? Verse 12. For the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Amen. So in this beautiful piece of scripture, the Bible tells us that Jesus, this is talking about Jesus, that when he had led captivity captive, he gave gifts unto men. And then what what were the gifts? Pastors, apostles, pastors, prophets, teachers, evangelists. Why did he give them? To train up the saints. Who are the saints? You and I. To train up the saints. Why? What for? For the work of the ministry. Amen. And for the edifying of the body of Christ. If you train them, the body will grow. Edification means growth. You will become big. Not spiritually. Yeah. Amen. While we are at it, today is the final day for this special. After tonight, this special comes to an end, okay? So when the clock strikes midnight and you have not gotten it for that special price of 50 rands, then it means you have decided to get it at the original price of 150 rands, which is also acceptable. Okay, but after midnight, amen. Now I said, when you train them for the work of the ministry, the body of Christ will become big. The church will become bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Amen. Now, what is the work that we are being trained for? Or what is the work that a shepherd is supposed to do? We looked at it last week. We said, number one, a shepherd is supposed to pray. The first responsibility of a shepherd is prayer. A shepherd must pray. Amen. A shepherd must pray. And a shepherd must pray for who? Pray for the sheep. Amen. So your prayer for yourself is not part of shepherding. It's selfing. I I say it again. Your prayer for yourself is not part of shepherding. Unless you are praying that you will be a good shepherd. Amen. So pray for the sheep. We talked about many things last week. So just go and listen to last week's podcast. I believe that God will speak to you. I believe last week, last week, God was really speaking to us. Yeah. Do you get it? Then we also said a shepherd must visit. Amen. And I said one person cannot visit everybody. Do you get it? That's why we are raising shepherds. So that the visitation can be shared abroad. That will share the burden of visitation. So if we all become shepherds, what will happen is that you have about four sheep. This person will have about four sheep. So it's easy for all of us, to everybody to visit. Because the people you are supposed to are just four. Sometimes even the four people you have, two of them in one house. So you kill two birds with one stone. Do you get it? The sheep being the birds and you being the stone. Amen. Do, do you understand? Uh-huh. So we must visit. When you visit, people are different when you visit them at home. I told you of the visit that um, brought the tea. Do you remember the tea, the coffee, tea or coffee? Then there was no traffic under the tea. Yes, it's a visit. If you don't visit, you won't know. 
you will never know how important traffic under tea is. Do you see it? Uh-huh. But if you don't visit, you just as you appreciate it. Not that you know you, you appreciate it. Do you see? Because if you don't you assume everybody is fine. Everybody is fine. There are even types of visits. Announced and unannounced visits. Announced visits, when you say you are coming, they will cook, they will arrange the house, everybody will be behaved. They will want that uncle who, when he's talking, you can't understand. They'll send him to town. Do you get it? Or they'll put him in the back room and turn on the TV for him to be watching whilst you are visiting. Do, do you understand? Unannounced visits, they don't know. So you, oh, hello, I'm in your neighborhood. In five minutes, I'll be there. The, all they can do is to move everything to their room and lock their door. But by all means, because they are doing it in a rush, some things will be left. Do you get if they're this? Oh, no, I've seen these things before. I don't want to talk about it today. Do you get it? Uh-huh. So you see, sometimes the dishes have not been done. This, all you see. Do, do you get surprised? What does it do? It's, it's not an investigative visit, it's not like third degree. Or you are doing an investigation, but it makes or cut blanche, but it makes you see the real situation. Because in five minutes, they can't put makeup. The only thing they can do is to pull a wig and hold it up. But at that, you will see other things, which you usually don't see on Sundays. Do, do you hear it? Uh-huh. Even the wig may not be sitting well, so you will see. Ah, sometimes even they have some tribal marks, but when they are coming on Sunday, they put makeup on it. You will never see it. So when you get there, you see that, ah, there's some mark here. Uh-huh. It's all part, you see the real thing. So until you have visited the ship and perhaps visited the ship more than once over and over again, you can't say that you know the ship. Amen. You can't say that, oh, this girl, I know her very well. You are lying. You are lying. Some people even don't visit, then they choose a beloved. It's when they marry, then they have a shock. That she doesn't know how to cook. She doesn't do homework. She doesn't bath. Homework, I don't mean homework as in what her teacher has. She doesn't do anything at home. Yeah, sometimes you visit. At that time, the mother is shouting at her. Then you know how she is when she's corrected. Yeah, mother just shouted. See, she's just, she was just about to slap the mother. Then you knocked. Then you know that, hey, this one. If I take her home. Or she was the one shouting at the mother. If I take her home. It will not be easy for me in my house. Look, one, one, one friend of mine, he was being encouraged to choose some, a particular sister as a beloved. And everybody, it looked nice from afar. And you have to know that things that look beautiful from afar sometimes are far from beautiful. Yeah, all, most of the time they are far from beautiful. So everybody was saying, oh, she's a nice sister. One day she, he sat with me, so I said, oh, brother, you, everybody is talking. Why have you made yourself so hard like that? Then he said something to me. He said to me that, no, it was pastor to pastor. So he said to me, he also, the way I said brother, he also said to me, brother, you know something? I don't want to get to my house. And explain in my house that this is my chair. Yeah, it was a very deep say. He said, I don't want to get to my house and have to explain in my house that this is my chair. (laughs) Do you get it? Uh I, I, I want a situation where when I get home, everybody knows. That this is my chair. This is this. Uh-huh. But not that I have to have you know something. Listen, listen, Miss Golden Sticks. I want you to understand that I wear the pants. The pants you wear is not for this. This chair is mine. Don't touch. No, I don't want that. So she's everything you are saying, but this one thing. This one thing. So maybe you don't know. Without visitation, you'll be so shocked. You get one. You see the hair. She doesn't know how to wash. Oh, you get a shock. Say amen. Amen. Say another amen. Amen. Yeah, 
it's 10.45. She's still wearing her nighty moving. 10.45 in the morning. No. Wearing her nighty moving around. You have to know something. No bathing. No work. Nothing. Just sleeping and lazying around. Anyway. Number three duty of a shepherd. Counseling and teaching. So a lot of people don't want me to talk about what I'm talking about. So let me move on. Let me move on. First year, man. Yeah. I'm not saying you don't know. I'm, your name just Isaac. Isaac, amen. Yeah. Are you okay now, Fezzi? Isaac. I've mentioned Isaac also's name. Yeah. Third duty of a shepherd counseling and teaching. Counseling and teaching. And I talked extensively about it. That teaching, teaching is in two ways. I talked about different types. I talked about repeating what you have heard me, what you have heard. Paul said to Timothy, that th- those, these things which you have heard me amongst many witnesses, commit thou, the same commit thou to faithful men. So sometimes teaching is just repeating what you have heard. Repeating what you have heard. Sometimes also you study and you teach. Sometimes teaching is just showing Showing, taking, seeing that thing and showing, oh, this is it. That's all. Okay? And then we also talked about interaction. I said, you can't be a shepherd if you don't interact with your sheep. You don't talk to them. You don't mind them. The only time you see the air, let's go to church. Why didn't you come to church? Some of you shepherds are boring. Your conversation is all, come to church. Why didn't you come to church? Why are you not ready? Why have you not paid your tithe? That's all you talk about. That's all you talk about. So when the sheep, when the sheep think about you, they think of this traffic cop who's always asking license. You know, traffic cops only ask for two things: either license and registration, or cold drink. License and registration, and that's all. Do, do, do you get it? That's all. So it's like every day they see you see them. Why? Why were you late for church? Uh, you didn't come to church. You are going to hell. When are you coming to church? But sometimes you should just contact the sheep and just, we are just chatting now, I think. We are just chatting. Some people even go and do people's homework for them. Yeah. I mean, recent, one day, a certain shepherd was trying to get a sheep to come to church. A good shepherd. And the sheep said that I have homework. Then the shepherd, without even asking that you have homework in what object? The sheep said, the shepherd said, Oh, I'll help you do the homework. So the sheep also said, Oh, why not? And the sheep came to church. After church, the sheep said, Please, my homework. When they open the homework, hey! 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 The shepherd realized that, look, this homework is not going to be easy. And it's due tomorrow. You can't say I'm taking it home and I'll come back. Yeah, but that's shepherding. That's shepherding. That's shepherding. Amen. So interaction, interact with them, talk to them about beloved dozy. All girls are looking for a beloved. Look, tell them to stop lying. All of them are looking for a beloved. Those say that they are not looking for a beloved. Their heart, either they are married or their hearts have been broken. Yeah, they are hurt. Or they have a secret beloved which they don't want to disclose. I want to be a shepherd. I want to be a shepherd. Hey, hey, I wanna be a shepherd. This is the way I wanted. Who gaga? This is the way I wanted to be. 
this the way, way I want it to be. Okay, okay, sit down, sit down. <laughs> oh yeah. So talk to them about beloved dozing. Maybe, maybe they, they, they want a beloved, but maybe it's not the right time. Maybe it's not the right kind. Maybe even their understanding of what a beloved is, is, is quack. Do you get it? It's quack. So talk to them about it. Do you see? Correct the way they are thinking about beloved, what a beloved should be. One of the things I found, even both boys and girls, that we don't know what a beloved is. So we choose anything and we expect to turn that anything into a beloved. A beloved is somebody you can marry. So you just choose anything. You have just chosen a Rastafarian. Oh, sorry. You have just chosen anything, Bob Marley. And then you want to turn him suddenly into a, a beloved. And suddenly he's surprised. So you come and introduce him into Pastor, this is my beloved. So when we ask, oh, so when are you planning to get married? Then he's shocked. Married to you. I can go. Yes. Talk to them. If you don't talk to them, that's the look, that's their is their preoccupation. Talk them about it. But you just want to talk, come to check the Bible says, Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 2 thing. You must come here and look at that. They want to have everyday conversation with their shepherds. I talk to my sheep, football. I hear Cristiano Ronaldo has scored again. Talk about football. Today. One more than us now. Today. Not a training in a real match. Talk to them about golf. Talk to them about anything you want to talk. I will talk about it. So when they are with you, they are happy. They are relaxed to be around you. Talk to them about their situation at home. Talk recently. This guy visited me. Now I talked to him about his mother. I didn't even know that there were some things to talk. Hey, the guy said, "How's your mother?" He was shocked. But it's not like I said, oh, pastor, I want to talk to you about it. When he said, I said, uh-huh. how are you? Have you eaten? How's your mother? Then he opened a whole file. We talked. And when we finished, I said, okay, why did you come to see me? He said, oh, I just wanted to come and fellowship with you. I said, ah, it's very powerful. That's it. That's it. That's it. So they, they, they feel relaxed when they come where you are. But you are always, you are almost like, I mean, you are the one who let people think that God is looking for us to beat us. Yeah, because all you talk about is what they have done wrong. And like traffic cop, license and registration. License and, license please. That's it. Hallelujah. They want to talk about hair. Brazilian hair, Peruvian hair, um, which are that hair? Mongolian hair. They want to talk about it. Talk about it. They want to talk about nails. Talk about it. Say, oh, this nails is called this. This other nails is also hey. Hey, Pastor, what if, if I'm a guy, I don't know anything about nails. That's unfortunate. You don't know anything about nails. So listen. Say, hey. Oh. I mean, every husband knows this. I mean, if you're a husband, you don't know this. You won't live for a long time. You have to know when to say, eh, okay, wow, really? You have to know if you don't, you are cutting your life short. <laughs> yeah, they talk, huh? you have no idea what they are saying. Say, eh, is that it? Then you go on. Then they will explain to you again. Then you just continue. Look, as they are talking, your mind is on whole nine. <laughs> <laughs> you are about to part <laughs> on the on the on the on the green of whole nine. 
you are just about to part, but you have to learn when to say, eh, oh, okay. is that what really happened? Yeah. And then, then they will continue. Also, you live for a shorter time that you will get to heaven. You see, your mansion has not been completed. It, it has not been roofed. Then you go and join the laborers to roof it. You too, as a shepherd, you must learn these skills. You don't even know what they are. I went to a church, I preached in a church. Somebody was talking to me about my cross. I mean, like, the cross I'm wearing. I have to listen. And Flo said, hey, okay. He said, oh, she wants, how can he get the cross? I said, oh, I can even dash you one. All I need is for you to pass my trick. <laughs> if you pass my trick, me, myself, I'll buy one and dash it to you. Can you pass? I will pass. I said, when you pass, come and see me. Just go to downtown, get one from Mapushan and give it to you. Yeah. So interact, interact, interact with your sheep. Interact with them. Talk to them. Talk to them. Else you'll be such a boring shepherd. They will know. I mean, all of us, look, let's say the truth. When we are driving on the street and we see traffic cop, any of you who drive, if, unless you are a passenger, but if you drive, as soon as you see traffic, if you can turn, you will turn. You have not done anything wrong, go. If there's a turn, you just turn. Ask any driver. If you are coming this way, see, roadblock, oh. If, if this, there's a turn in this way, or you will turn. It doesn't matter where it is going to. It can even be going to Lion's Park. You will turn. Why? You don't want to meet. Because you know the question. You know you've not done anything. You know the question they are going to ask. License and registration. But you will still turn. You will turn. Yeah. Do you know what speed? You say, ah, I wasn't speed. No, you don't want all this. Uh, but some of you have, have, have become like that to the sheep. So when they see you this way, Hallelujah! Say Amen. I believe I'm saying something very powerful. Oh, I'm saying something very powerful. Yeah, they will turn right now because as soon as they see you, you are, it's like a teacher. You are coming to check homework. It's okay. Well, no, 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 no. Ah, okay, Mara. Not today. So become somebody who interacts with the sheep. Interaction, it includes teaching them the word of God, talking about spiritual things, but talk about the thing. Interaction is about feeling free. The Bible says, he that will have many friends must show himself friendly. You must be friendly or you will not have many friends. What it also means that he that will have many sheep or more sheep or a lot of sheep must show him. A shepherd who have a lot of sheep must show himself friendly. Show himself. Show yourself friendly to the sheep. When you are friendly, then when they have a problem, they can run to you. Sometimes, is it, there are two ways you see sheep's problem. Some of them come and tell you. Do you see? I mean, the sheep's problem. Do you get there? Some come and tell you. Some also, by creating an atmosphere for the sheep to come close, you notice the problem. Do you, get, you notice that this sheep has a running nose. Then you address the running nose problem. Caters, they come and say, oh, this sheep has a body odor. A distinct body odor. It means that when you enter, no, we know you are come. And it's not a pleasant. Yeah. But if they don't come around you, you will not smell them. So when they come around you, then now you smell them that, ah, okay, maybe today he just finished playing football and he came. But the next time they come, he say, hey, no, something. So then you sit down, then you find a polite and nice way to say, listen, vasa, 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 vasa. What, how do you say it in Zulu? Geza, 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 geza. Geza means what? Yeah, geza, 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 geza. So geza, all the areas. They say, oh, I've been Gaza. It's okay. Look, there are some particular places you have to extra Gaza there. There are places where you Gaza and there are places where you Gaza, Gaza. And even there are some places where you Gaza, Gaza, Gaza. Yeah. 
understand. But when they are far, you will never. You always see them. You see them. You only see them on their status. How can you tell them to Geza, Geza, or Geza, 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 or Geza, or just Geza? Hallelujah. I'm talking to you. The way you are sitting down is like I'm talking to somebody. I'm talking to you. To you. Or to you. I said I'm talking to who? To you. Yeah. That's shepherding. Shepherding is like parenting. Yeah, that's it. If you are far from your children, you will never know what is happening in their lives. If you also don't create an atmosphere that makes them comfortable to come around you, you will also never know, notice what you must notice. Yeah, so you create an atmosphere. They are comfortable where you are. They can come where you are at any time. Yeah, so then that, that's it. Then it makes it easy for them to talk to you, to tell you something that is bothering them, something that is disturbing them, something that is worrying them. Then the ones that they won't say you will notice also when they come around you, then you will notice. Amen. Do you get it? And, and most of us are able to do when the people are baby, baby, like baby, baby, tula, baba, tula, then we do. But as they start to grow, then we also start to distance ourselves from them. But you must do it throughout because you are their primary source of education, primary source of training, primary source of everything. First source. Primary means first. First and main, prime. So when you don't teach them, who's going to teach them? You are leaving them to social media to teach them. Yeah, do you know the people on social media? I don't want to mention names. Yeah, hallelujah. So shepherds, rise up and turn on your interaction game. Turn it on, bring your A game on. Bring your A game on. Turn it on. And stop lazing there and be just always license and registration. License and registration. Line. Please don't go and report me to traffic cop, okay? I still, I still have business with them. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 40. I want to show you if two more and then that's it for today. Isaiah chapter 40. I want to read from verse number 9. Isaiah 40 verse 9. Okay. So after the shepherd has prayed, he has visited, he has counseled, he has interacted. What else must the shepherd do? He says, O Zion, that bringeth good tidings. Zion is about, is the church. Okay. So he says, O church, that bringeth good tidings, get thee up into the high mountain. O Jerusalem that bringeth good tidings, lift up thy voice with strength. Lift it up. Be not afraid. Say unto the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Hallelujah. Verse 10. Now he's talking about God. He says, Behold, the Lord God will come with a strong hand and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him and his work before him. So he says his reward is with him and his work is before him. Now, what is his work? Next verse, verse 11. What is his work? He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He said the work of God is the work of a shepherd. It's the work of a shepherd. And what will the shepherd do? He will feed his flock. He will feed his flock. Which we have talked about. Teaching or counseling. And he shall gather his lambs with his arm. And carry them in his bosom. And shall gently lead those that are with young. So here he shows us when God is operating as a shepherd... What he does, and that's the work of a shepherd. He says he will teach you, feed them. As a shepherd, you must feed your sheep. I talked about it last week. But he also said he will gather them. The work of a shepherd is that of gathering people. Amen. Is gathering people. You can't be a standalone shepherd. You don't gather anybody. That's why I said what defines you as a shepherd is the presence of sheep around you. 
Amen. I said the presence of sheep is what makes you a shepherd. Not a title or long standing. You have been in the church for 55 years. Since the garden, since you were in the garden of Eden. You know this church has moved from place to place. We used to be in the garden of Eden. Then we moved from the garden of Eden into Egypt. Then we moved into, uh, back to the peace land. Then Noah's Ark and everything. You, you, you know, ne? Uh-huh. So maybe you were there during Garden of Eden days. It doesn't make you a shepherd. Even the snake was there in the Garden of Eden. Do, do you understand? So long-standing life doesn't make you singing, doesn't make you a shepherd. Paying your tithe, the presence of sheep is what makes you a shepherd. That's what makes you a shepherd. So if you don't get into gathering of human beings, stop going around parading yourself and branding yourself as a shepherd. When we sing the song, hey, I want to be a shepherd, you have to keep quiet. Even when we are standing, you have to sit to make it obvious that you are not. Yeah. Say amen. Yeah, gathering, gathering of, and how do you gather? You go and look for them. You can't call Pastor Lungani and Pastor Spaza, I've gathered my sheep. These are your sheep. These are your sheep. These are my sheep. Not your sheep. That's why I gather them regularly. You have to get out there. Roll up your sleeves and pull up your socks. And gather sheep. I almost said, roll up your socks and pull up your sleeves. But you don't say, those of you have been going around saying that, you don't say that. You roll your sleeves and you pull up your socks. Temba, get out there. And get human beings, witness to them. Invite them to church to be witness to. And gather them. Then you are a shepherd. Then you are a shepherd of them. Hallelujah. So learn to gather people. A shepherd must gather people. So I'm a shepherd because I quoted 19 scriptures. Oh, please. Please. Rise up and go and look for sheep. And fortunately for us, we are, we are, we are as a church, we are setting up a system where everybody has an opportunity. To, to get sheep. You don't need any special. I don't need to put a staff on you and say, oh, because they put the staff on me, I'm now, I'm now ordained or um, endorsed or, or, or certified to go and be a shepherd. Rise up and get out there. In your school, at your workplace, witness to somebody in your area, witness to the person, lead the person to Christ. I taught you how to lead somebody to Christ, how to preach salvation to somebody and lead them to Christ and then establish them in the church. Then they become your sheep. Then you become a shepherd. The ability to gather them is what makes you a shepherd. Now the church is quiet. Yeah. We are now on, 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 on the rough road. Rise up. Hello. Rise up. So, you know, I was there with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Please stop what you are saying. Stop, 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 stop. Right. Yeah. In fact, I'm happy you were around during the time of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But you were not, Isaac is sitting here. You were not around during Noah's Ark. In addition to being around in the time of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, you were even there when Joseph was sold to Potiphar. Now rise up and also have sheep in addition to that. Then it gives meaning to you of being around for a long time. Hallelujah. Amen. Say another amen. amen. Say a nicer amen. amen. Say a believing amen. amen. Rise up. Rise up. And learn to gather people. I meet people who come, they speak a lot of big English words, a lot of big biblical terms and 
things death fly as death fly causes the oil of apothecary to send forth a stinking smell so is such one one with a little folly I'm not interested show me the people you have gathered if you show me the people you have gathered I'll become serious about you I will start to take you seriously I mean, if you take somebody like Zenande, when she came, she was singing. She will be singing, singing. I'll be watching her singing, singing. I'll be watching. One day she came to ask me, please, which song do you want me to sing? I said, do you know something? Let me just tell you the truth. I don't take you seriously. Oh. Yeah, I just, I told out of, we're on the stairs. I said, do you, let me tell you the truth. If nobody has told you, I'm telling you. I don't take you seriously at all. Oh. The day I will take you serious is when I see that you have entered into UKZ10. Then I know that you are serious about this, your singing. Then now I can start working with you. But until then, you are just somebody who's singing tomorrow, you will not be there. That's how I see you. That's how I see you. I said, Oh, yeah, you sang nice, powerful, clap your hands. That's it. But when I see that, look, you have entered into UKZ, then you are serious with your life. So then I also now have to take you seriously. But you are just going to be around. You won't pass matric. You'll just be fully around. Three months later, you get pregnant in the township. you just become one of the statistics who was and was no more. I mean, like Enoch, he was and he wasn't. That's all. That's what you So I said, I don't, don't, don't be deceived. That because I was sitting here, you were saying, most, most of the time when the people are singing, I'm looking down. Most of, if you are singing, you always be wondering, what am I thinking? All the time, looking down. Do you see? So don't be deceived by maybe because I didn't get up to come and stop you on the stage. So it means you are really singing like nobody. Don't, don't let it deceive you. I will take you what you are doing. You seriously. When I see that you have entered into UKZ10, then I know that you are very serious about your life. So then I will also take you seriously from that day. Yeah. And come and see how I fought to get her into UKZ10. Come and see. Every day I'll be calling. Every day I fought to get her in. She got to UKZ10. Got into you at the last minute of UKZ10. Yeah, she just scraped in like that. I said, aha. Now that you have a student. If I memorize a student number. When I told my wife, my wife didn't believe it. My wife said, oh, it can't be. I said, I'm telling you, this is her student number. I memorized it. Yeah. Then from that day, I said, okay, now you are serious. Let's get into action. Yeah. That's how I, I, I used to define seriousness. Also, as, a, as somebody said you were a shepherd. Look, I take you seriously when I see human beings. These are my sheep. Then I take you seriously as a shepherd. I may take you seriously as a mother. I may take you seriously as a student. Or any other category. But to take you seriously as a shepherd. I have to see your ability to gather sheep. Your ability to gather sheep. Until then. You are a sheep. Simple. After you have gathered the sheep, what do you do? You carry them. You carry them. You carry them. Pastor, you carry them where? Carry them to church. You carry them to church. Yeah, you carry them. Because I've had people who also are able to gather people and send them for modeling. They gather people and send them to go and play soccer. Gather people, send them to, to the mall. When you gather, you carry them to church. Then I know that, ah, you are a shepherd. Hey, Pastor, I have a lot of sheep, but they don't come to a whole stories. Hey, they don't come. You have what? Let me tell you, one day, we were attempting to do cells, or what we call bacentes. Cells, bacentes, they are all the same thing. So, we had this guy. So, we started Saturday. Everybody comes through. Sunday, everybody gives a report. So we ask this person, how many people were at your cell meeting? Two. How many people? Four. What did they say? Two, three, four. Then you ask this guy, 17. Ah. Second week. Seven, another wild number like that. But I don't see it in the church. So one day I asked, I said, where is your 
where is, where is your, I, I decided to investigate because now it was becoming unbecoming. So, so where do you have your, I'm going to shock all of you, I'm telling you. Where, do you, where is your thing? So, it's in uh, Sister Mininox's place. So, first, I didn't say anything, but when I went home, I was sleeping, I couldn't sleep. I woke up, I started to think about this. I said, no, something is wrong. So, I, I started to think about it. Then I remembered that Sister Mininox has a saloon. Has a saloon at her place. Do, do you see it? So, he will go there Saturday afternoon that he's going to do cell meeting. And Saturday, every Saturday afternoon, every saloon is full with ladies coming to do their hair. Then he comes, he will share something. Then he will count the ladies who are there. So, 17 people. There are 17 people. There are 17 people. There are 17 people. There are 17 people. Yeah. Meanwhile, the other people are there. They are feeling very bad. Because they are starting with one, two, one, two. Like testing mic, one, two. Testing mic, one, two. He's at 17. Hey. So I put two and two together. I said, no, no, no. So when I came here, I said, brother, what time do you do your meeting? And she he gave me the time, prime time, prime time, prime time of when people do their hair. So I, that's why I said, there's nobody there in, the, in your cell. It's just you and Sister Mininox. The rest of they are all doing their hair. So you caught them by accident. When they finish doing their hair, they will go. The person is under the dryer. The hair is not done. So they can't say that, I don't like the preaching. I'm going. How can you go? Will you go with a half done hair? You can't. You have to sit there. They can't even hear what you are saying. The hair is burning. They can't even hear what you are saying. Then you count all of them and come and deceive us. Every week is a new group. Every week is a new group. I say, you know something? Until I see the people with my eyes. I told I have faith in this person who has two people, but I see the two people, than in you that you say you have 17 people. So, your inability to carry that, that it means you can go to lectures and when you go, the lecture room is full. You share something for five minutes and say, oh, these are all your sheep. These are all your sheep. Whilst you are sharing, some of them are watching pornography, some are whatsapping, some are quarreling. They say they are your sheep. How can they be your sheep? Carry them and bring them into the presence of God. When you bring them, then we can, we can say truly, you have sheep. Yeah. Recently, I was asking about one of the rests that we have people there. I said, how many people do we have here? He said, three people. I said, so if we have three people here, why do we have two shepherds to shepherd three people here? So I started to tell the, the uh, person that it's an anomaly. Something must be done. By Sunday, I'll do something about it. Yeah. Because the type, you have two big horses in it. There are only three people. No, no, no. It's not acceptable. I mean, somebody is not working. But it's just posing, posing that we are here. Keeping a security presence at their place. Carry them and bring them to church. Then you can come and be say, oh, I want to be a shepherd. Folks, I just have 30 seconds. My time is up. <laughs> yeah. So gather them, carry them to church. Then we know you are serious. Gather them and carry. So after you have prayed, after you have visited, after you have counseled, after you have interacted, after you have fed, gather them. And carry them to church. Yeah. You can also not gather and carry them to church if you come to church like a full moon. Yeah, you come to church like a full moon. Do you know the full moon? It only comes during the end of the month. So when are you going to bring them to church? When? I said when? Like full moon, once a month. Nobody grows on one. If you were eating once a month, will you grow? How can you bring them? We'll come once a month. Look, five characteristics of shepherding work. One is, is regular. 
One is that it's regular. Another one is that it's repetitive. The same thing again, again, again. You bring the same people to church again, 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 again. You preach to the same people again, again, again. You pray for the same people again, again, again. You teach the same people again, again. You are the same people I taught last week. I'm teaching you. I didn't say, because I taught you last week. Today when you come, just sing and go home. Today would have been a good day to be home. And watch Manchester United, but I've come again to teach you. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it exerts edgy. It costs money. Those are the characteristics of work. It supervises and supervised. Well, if you say something is work, this is it. Yeah. So be regular. So that the sheep can receive, can be carried, guard and carried regularly. Not like a full moon. So when you get your pay, then you bring them to church. After that, they should hang and dry. Do you know how regular the devil is? The Bible says the devil, he comes before the Lord accusing us day and night. Twice a day. You are coming once a month. You think your sheep will be free. Twice a day. In one day, he comes two times. You come like a full moon. Do you know full moon? When the moon comes, the whole moon is there. If I go and check my status, you see somebody is carrying the moon into his car. Uh That's the full moon. Say amen. amen. Guys, my time is up. My time. Stand to your feet. Let's bring the service to a close. Next week, we look at a good shepherd. How many of you still want to be a shepherd? You, want, you still want to be a shepherd? Have you seen your job description? Or you want to resign? You want to be a shepherd? Are you sure you want to be a shepherd? Yeah. That's it. This is the work. Prayer, visitation, counseling, interaction, feeding, gathering, carrying, and leading. You lead them. You show them the way. You don't let the sheep lead you. Ah, because the sheep is taller than you, the sheep will tell you what to do. No. You tell the sheep. You are introducing the sheep to the Christianity. So you tell the sheep what to do. Amen. I mean, can you imagine the child in the house is telling the parent what should be done? No. It's the parent. So if you are the shepherd, you lead the sheep. So we are going this way. We are going that way. Sundays we go to church. That's it. You lead them. You don't tell them. Sunday we rest. You lead them. You lead them. Sunday we play soccer. You lead them. You lead them. You lead them. You lead them. May God give you the grace to be a shepherd, to be a good shepherd, to execute your duties as a shepherd and to execute them properly in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, thank you for everything that is lifted up tonight. Help us to be shepherds and good shepherds. Help us to pray. Help us to visit. Help us to counsel. Help us to interact. Help us to feed. Help us to gather. Help us to carry. And help us to lead the sheep that you have given to us. Let us be diligent over the sheep which you have purchased with your precious blood. In the name of Jesus. Take heed to ourselves and to the sheep. In the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Say a nicer Amen. Put your hands together. Give the Lord a shout of praise. We are going to be shepherds. We are going to be good shepherds. We are going to be shepherds in the house of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.